Welcome to this message from Shofar Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to this word being preached. Good day, Shofar Johannesburg. My name is Bernie, for those of you who don't know me. Um, and it's a great honor and a privilege to be able to bring the word to you today. And um, such good news knowing that, it's, uh, that we're about to go to level one and um, we'll be able to become more and more you know, normal. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting as we start, as, uh, as lockdown to- totally ends, how we're going to be coming back to, to normality. But um, my, for those of you that don't know me, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Bernie and I am one of the pastors here in uh, Shafford Durbanville. And uh, I've been working through a sermon series called Dream to Destiny. It's about the life of Joseph. And we look at the 10 character tests that Joseph gets through to be able to walk in his destiny. And I think it's very appropriate in this time that we're in to, um, as we've been going through Corona, as a lot of us have been going through things we've never experienced before. And it's kind of like that dross in our life has just come to the top. And so um, under the pressure, you've maybe responded like you've never responded before, maybe had frustrations, you've never known fears that have come up. And um, this sermon series has really helped our guys just deal with that. And um, it's sort of personified because of the space we've been in. So it's really been a blessing for us. And I'm going to be sharing one of the character tests of Joseph with you guys that I feel that it's appropriate um, for you. But let's just open up in prayer. Father, we thank you that... um, that life can start coming to, to normality. We thank you that we've, you've guided us through these uh, five levels. And as we go to the last level, Lord, we really pray for grace. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us and that you're for us and that you are so dealing in our lives in this time. And we just come and pray, Lord, that this morning and today that you'll just come and really speak into our hearts, into our minds, and into our spirits. We just quieten every voice now. We just pray for a time of focus and um, Holy Spirit, come and speak to, to our inner, that inner being, Lord, where, where deep calls unto deep, Lord, that the, the depth inside of us, Lord, will cry, cry out unto the depth of God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you excuse me, I'm working on two screens here, so I'm now and then just going to show you um, a few screens. So this is... Uh, this is the, the title, Dream to Destiny, as I was saying, in the life of Joseph. I just want to start in saying that every person has a destiny. Everyone has a dream. Whether you've received this dream or have not received this dream, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And um, we see that most people live rather in the dream than in the destiny. And I believe the reason for this is because for many of us, we do not get to, let's go to the next slide. We do not get through these character tests. And as I was saying that there are 10 character tests that we work through, um, the pride test, the pit test, the palace test, the purity test. And then today we're going to be working through the prison test. And then there's the prophetic test, the power test, the prosperity test, the pardon test. And then finally, the purpose test. And um, so we're going we're gonna to look a little bit at the prison test today. And um, what we see is this is where Potiphar's wife has just lied about Joseph. And, and Joseph was, was being prospered. Joseph had gone through a lot of different things in his life. 
Um, and um, it's so like life, right? And I just want to say, as I've, I've explained to our guys, that this test is not a one through ten test. That you pass test one, then you go to test two, then you go to test three, and finally you get to test test ten and you pass. But often we have to do a few cycles. Sometimes we have a few tests in our lives. We we definitely have a few purity tests in our lives. There's there's many prison tests that we have to go through as we get through this. And the reason that most people do not walk in the destiny that God has for them is because of character. Their character has not grown through the tests and through life for them to be strong enough to be able to walk in the purpose that God has for them. And um, many times you'll, you'll find that you're on, on top of your game and it seems like life's going great. And we see that in Joseph's life. Oh, he's so prospered. You know, he's got the cloak. He's got his dad's favor. And the next thing goes down. And then slowly but surely he gets up and gets sold. And then he's in, in Potiphar's house and it's going really well. And the next thing, everything just goes pear. And um, that also speaks so much for, for, for our lives. And something to remember is that when Joseph received the dream for his life, he was 17 years old. And only when he was 30 years old did he start walking in the fulfillment of that dream. So let's, uh, let's take a little look at Scripture. And uh, we're going to read from, from Genesis 39. And I invite you to take some time out to read through um, Read through the scripture again. Read through uh, what God says in the story. And um, I'm hoping that I can keep my slides um, at, the same, at the same time. There we go. And let's see if I can find that now. There we go. And share. Right. Um, let's just jump down to Genesis 39. Um, when she saw that she was holding his cloak and he had fled, she called out to her servant. Soon all of the men came running. Look, she said, my, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of us. He has come into my room to rape me. But I screamed when he entered, um, when he entered, when he heard me scream, yet he ran outside and got away, but he's, but he left his cloak behind with me. She kept the cloak with her until her husband came home. Then she told him her story. That Hebrew slave you brought into our house tried to come in and fool around with me, she said. But when I screamed, he ran outside, leaving his cloak with me. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the, with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners um, and over everything that happened in the prison. The warden had no more worries about Joseph, because Joseph took care of everything. The Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. And isn't that just absolutely incredible? The favor that um, that Joseph had. And um, so, yes, this morning we're speaking about the, the prison test. And the test, this test is a test of perseverance. It's God developing character into our lives through things we persevere through. And so today we're going to be looking at the formula of character or the formula for character. 
And we're going to find, we find this in Romans 5, 3 to 5. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given it to us. And that's Romans 5, verse 3 to 5. Very well-known scripture that we often quote in, in, in Shofar and Charismatic Movement. And I really believe that this is one of the, if not the formula, to build character. And we see in the lives of Joseph these key formulas um, or simple steps to pass these tests. All right. And um, so very interesting, the word glory here uh, is the same root word that we find as rejoice. So we call to rejoice. And I don't know if you rejoice in your trials and your tribulations. Um, you know, when things go wrong, you just start rejoicing. People probably think you're mad. And uh, I remember once I was in a, in a car accident and um, I, I sat in, in the car after um, the guy rode into me. And um, I just didn't climb out the car because I was just, just absolutely like furious. I was just like, how, why? And what I did was I just sat there. I just calmed my spirit down and I just prayed. And I just started rejoicing and thanking the Lord for everything that I had. And just took a few moments there just to put myself again into and make sure that I was just in a place of God to rejoice for um, this little trial, this little challenge that I was going through. And God could come change my heart right there because I could connect through worship with God and I could pray and um, I could step out of that car and just uh, be um, thankful and be rejoicing and, and not cursing and upset. So um, do we and are we able to rejoice through the challenges that we go through? So my first key, and we're going to be working through a few keys here, is tribulation produces perseverance. Right. So you don't have to wish or to pray for tribulation, right? And, and I don't suggest that, that you do that. Lord, my life's too easy. Please bring tribulation. Um, but I just want to say that tribulation produces perseverance. And, and Christ says in, in John 16, verse 33, In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And um, so there will be tribulations in life. There will be challenges. In James 1, verse 2 and 3, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Right, so trials produces perseverance. Tribulations produce uh, perseverance. So trials produces patience. Tribulation produces perseverance. So what is patience? Patience is waiting with contentment. It's not tapping your foot like you're looking um, and looking at your watch while you're in the traffic, right? So, you know, when you're in traffic and uh, I've not spent too much time in Johannesburg, but um, the little bit I've been in, in, in the traffic with you guys is next level. Cape Town's the same. We, we in Cape Town have basically two or three major roads that can only go into to Cape Town. And um, so there's no way out because we're surrounded by the sea and, you know, traffic can get really crazy. And um, if you're in that traffic situation, are you peaceful and calm 
or are you um, more like me? Um, and um, I can just ask that you all pray for me after this because you realize that I'm very much unsaved and very much still working through this. Um, I'm really bad in traffic, especially when I'm a car. I, I have a motorbike. I'm a, I'm a real fan and uh, really uh, enjoy uh, my bike. So um, we those guys, it's always flying through the traffic, flying between the cars. And um, so when I'm in a car and I'm sitting in traffic, it's like a double whammy for me. I'm like, how can you sit and not be moving? So patience is that waiting with contentment. Perseverance is fighting the battle while you're waiting with contentment. See, perseverance involves a battle or a war. So a trial is brief. Trials are quick. It's a, it's a quick thing. It's a, maybe a car accident. Maybe your geezer breaks. Uh, maybe something goes wrong at work. Maybe uh, you didn't meet your deadline. That's more your trials. Tribulation is long. It's, it's, it's long. It takes time. Tribulation can take years. It can take months. Um, so perseverance is a long and difficult trial, Right? Trial is brief, tribulation is long, perseverance is a long and difficult trial. Right, so the second key that we're going to look, to look at is that perseverance produces character. This is the only way scripture says that we can build character. So I've looked at the, the, the Bible and nowhere else do I see that the word of God says you can build character in any other, other way other than than going and, and, and persevering. All right, so let's look at a few uh, men of, of faith. Joseph um, had, to, had to wait 13 years, so he had to persevere 13 years. David was anointed um, as king by, by the prophet, and then he had to run from Saul also for 13 years. Paul uh, was 13 years. There's something about 13 years. Paul was 13 years in Antioch before he started traveling. And um, so many of you go, yeah, Pastor Bernie, thank you very much. But I've, I've persevered. I've had to persevere. God has given me a dream or, or something in my life. And, and I've persevered longer than 13 years. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Abraham uh, had to persevere for 25 years. And um, so you go, okay, well, you know, maybe I've, I've, I've persevered for longer than 25 years. Well, then Moses um, persevered for 40 years. And in fact, if you look at the Israelites, some of them never even got into the promised land. So Moses persevered 40 years. And um, so perseverance can be a long time as we see. And I think one of the worst things that can happen to someone is that, that they are promoted too early. When we promote people before they're ready, you know, when you open an oyster too early, um, there's not that time for that pull to have create, been, been created. And um, so, you know, sometimes we, we, we pray, you know, Lord, please, please help my friend or help me deliver me from this trial. But if the trial is from God, and if God is busy building your character, it's really important that we go through these trials. Now, for many of us, we feel, oh, man, this, this lockdown time has been absolute persecution. It's been next level. I've had to persevere. But to be honest, it's only been a, a, a trial. But um, as I said, our real character comes out during these trials and during, through these, 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 um, these perseverance moments. Um, and um, for many of us, we've been praying for this to end. 
And um, what I've just noticed as Christians and something that God asked me during this lockdown is, Bernie, what as Christians were we supposed to learn during lockdown? What was God trying to teach us and show us in this lockdown period? Instead of arguing, is it from God? Is it not from God? Is it the world? Why has this happened? Why has uh, Corona um, happened? And I agree with government. I disagree with government. They shouldn't have done a lockdown. or should have done it this way. I've done it that way. I believe that God is saying, but what were we supposed to learn through this tribulation, through this trial that we've gone through? All right. And um, what we find interesting enough is that Joseph is always number two. You see, he always had the ability. He always had the gifting. He always has the skill to find himself growing quickly into that number two position. But does he have the character and does he have the ability to handle the, 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 the promotion that God has for him? You see, favor um, is from God. All right, but the, the, the favor that he has and that we see in Joseph's life is always not because of his ability, but because of the favor that God has on his life. And um, we had a guy many years ago in um, Shafa Cape Town and um, a, a bit of a, a, a sad story. And um, he, he had this dream on his life. He, had, he believed that he was called. He's in, he's in the construction industry. And he, he, he always did very um, Yeah, yeah. He, he, he really believed that God had called him to do major construction and to be part of a massive organization of building and stuff. But what we noticed in his life is that he had very little character. And every time he had the character test, he really failed these tests. And um, he, he started working for a very big company, and he went and met the, the CEO of the company. And, and he just told the CEO how, how God had called him and how important he was and, and how amazing he was and that God had given him his dreams and, and his ideas and stuff. And the, the CEO said, man, that is amazing. And uh, – basically within two years he got fired because he never did the job. So he always had these dreams. He always wanted to do massive and big, but he never had the character to do, to be faithful what God had called him to be. And everywhere this guy went, every project that he was involved with just fell apart because he never had the diligence and uh, the ability to, to, to push through and do what he was called to do because it was more hanging on to the, the promise that God had, to, had for him rather than working through the character tests that he needed to, to, to work through. So one thing we need to look at, and we can see in all these character tests that, that Joseph goes through, it's stewardship tests. So all 10 tests has to do with stewardship, stewardship of your body, stewardship of your dream, stewardship of, of, of someone else's belongings, um, it's always a test of stewardship. And um, we find that Christians, I don't know if you have that kind of people in your life, they're always preachy, you know, or they're very smug, and they always got these very cool and collective um, Bible school answers. But what you notice is if you look at their character, if you look at the person they are, you're not drawn to the humility. You're not drawn to, man, this is a hardworking person. This is a person that really understands stewardship. But instead, they're really always smart and smug because they don't understand that all that we are are stewards of what God gives us. 
So we're going to continue reading in, in, in Genesis, Genesis 40. Um, so in Genesis 40, uh, we see that sometime later, um, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker uh, offered their, um, offended their royal master. So Pharaoh became very angry with these two officials and he put them in prison where Joseph was in the palace of the, of the captain of the guard. They remained in prison for quite some time and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph who looked after them. All right. This is what the dream means. So, so we're just going to jump through. So we, we jump through some of these scriptures. Verse 12. This is what the dream means. So Joseph telling what the dream mean, uh, means. The three branches represent three days and within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to the position as the cup bearer. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. Mention me to Pharaoh so he might um, let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison, but I did nothing to deserve it. All right, let's just stop there for a moment. We see here that Joseph is trying to push his agenda. He's trying to force his season to end. He sees a moment and he realizes, man, this guy, the one guy's going to die, but this guy's going to be put back into to, 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 to a, a place of power and, and he's going to go before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh is the only one that can release him from prison. So he devises a plan to be able to get out of prison. Right, so we see that Joseph is trying to influence or to stop his perseverance. So verse uh, 20, Pharaoh's birthday came three days later and he prepared a banquet for all his officials and staff. He summoned his chief cupbearer and chief baker to join um, the other officials. He then restored the chief um, cupbearer to his former position so he could again hand Pharaoh his cup. But Pharaoh impaled the chief um, baker just as Joseph had predicted. And listen carefully here what it says. Pharaoh's chief cupbearer, however, forgot all about Joseph, never giving another thought. And for two years longer, Joseph had to endure the prison. Now, I believe that this was a grace from God. In fact, it's even possible that... um, that that uh, that God would have given Pharaoh because because listen very carefully who gave Pharaoh the dream right the two dreams of Pharaoh who gave it to him God gave him these dreams but God waited two more years because he could see that Joseph's character was not ready this is what I truly believe here and um, see we cannot manipulate. Joseph needed to learn that we cannot manipulate because if, if, if Joseph had manipulated and it had worked, what he would have learned is that God responds to manipulation and I can manipulate my way in to, to, to where I need to go. So for some of us, we, we were supposed to be promoted or we were supposed to get a salary increase or maybe someone spoke evil of us and we want to take justice into our own hands and we don't give space for God to bring that and then sometimes it even gets we end off worse off because God is waiting for us to understand that God never rewards manipulation. So I believe that God kept Joseph two more years so that his character could grow. So God's grace is that our character is great enough to sustain us 
in our destiny. Our character needs to be greater than our anointing. And just to be really frank and honest, we've seen so much, especially in church, where God raises up men and women of, of faith and they do incredible works. They have incredible anointing on their lives. We see them do amazing miracles and amazing works. And then they fall out of the bus. They get divorced or they end up um, having an affair. How, how does this happen? Because they have an anointing, but they do not have the character to sustain them in their destiny. And they move away from God. And you'll probably find that many of them started promoting themselves before God actually promoted them. So key three, character produces hope. Um, so character is not, character is not only how we act, it's how we react, right? So Joseph was thrown in, into jail and, and, and his act was perfect. What he did with, 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 with Potiphar's wife was correct. His, the way he acted was correct. But when he was thrown into jail, it was how he reacted, Right, so Joseph did what was right, did the right thing, and suffered the wrong consequences. Really interesting, just on the side, Satan has no new tricks. What was evident uh, of the life of Joseph um, was this coat, right? So, look, look, look at this coat problem that he has. So, Satan goes and says no to his, to, to his father, but he'd been eaten by a wild animal, right? So that was the evidence of, 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 this, of this cloak. Now we see um, Potiphar's wife grabs his cloak. And um, this cloak has caused only problems in his life, right? First of all, with his brothers, because they were all jealous of him. Now we find this Potiphar's wife, um, this cloak. If I was Joseph, what I would have done is I'll just go, guys, I'm never wearing a cloak ever again. Like, so, so never again will you find me in a, in a cloak, you know, because this is just gets me the whole time into, into trouble. And the question what we need to ask ourselves is what is that one thing that Satan keeps tripping us up on? What is that cloak in your life that keeps you getting into trouble? All right. Um, and what are the safeguards that you have in place to protect yourself. What is that accountability? What are those, those measures? What are those boundaries you put in life to make sure that Satan does not keep tripping you up in that place? So whatever Satan has captured you in the past, he will use in your future. Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. All right, so this is a scripture we know very well. Um, but um, so hope is not that God will deliver us from our circumstances. Listen carefully. Hope is that God will walk you through your circumstances. Our hope is in God, not in our circumstances changing. So for many of us, what I've been hearing during this lockdown time is people just going, this must end, this must end, this must end. And I'm seeing that most of us is wanting and have wanted during this time our circumstances to change rather than going, Father, I pray that you'll walk me through this. 
to be very frank and very honest for most of us, and, and, and terms and conditions apply to, to the statement I'm about, about to make. For most of us, all that Corona has caused, all that COVID-19 has caused for us is our comfort. The only thing that's been tested is us in our comfort. Now, I know some people have, have died. I know many people have died. I know many people have loved lost ones. And I don't want to belittle that. But, but if I look at the whole picture, the bigger picture, for most of us, all that it has cost us is our comfort. And how much we've moaned about that. And yes, many people, as I say, many people have lost their jobs. Many people have, uh, it's been really hard. But in a sense, all that we've lost is our comfort. And so instead of us always trying to get back to that white picket fence, we need to start asking God, God, what are, what are you doing here? This prison that I've been in, this, 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 um, this time in this prison, what have I need to change? What do I need to do? And how do I ask you and how do I bring, get that hope in you that you will remain with me, that I'll be content in, and in this time? And um, a word that God gave me earlier um, as the lockdown started is the caves of Adullam. And that's where David goes into the cave and um, the, the Lord sends him these, these, these men that are just the worst of the worst. And they come out as his mighty 300. They come out as this mighty army that helped David um, serve his generation. And what God said to me, how we come out of the, the cave will determine the trajectory that God has for us. So how are you coming out of this COVID-19? Are you coming out with, 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 with um, anxiety? Are you coming out with fear? Are you coming out with hope? Are you coming out with frustration? Because this will be the trajectory that God takes you upon. Or do you come out with hope? Do you come out with joy and excitement? Do you come out with knowing that God is good? Um, even though you might have lost your job, even though you've got people that you know that have, have died, even though um, we see that our economy is crashing um, and, and taking major knocks, are you coming out with the hope of the Lord that you can change? Can you be that Joseph for your company, for your friends, for your family, for the people around you? All right. We find, and well, this is what's really interesting. We find that Joseph in prison is busy ministry, right? So we see he has hope. He's not going, oh, well, you know, um, he's in this place where these two guys have dreams and immediately is, okay, I, I really, let, I've got this gift. Let me help you. Let me tell you what God is saying and what this is. We can see that Joseph, even in the time of prison, had hope. Now I need to mention um, that this is not a, 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 I know when we think of the story of Joseph, we kind of see this five-star prison and he's playing golf every day and he's got the favor of, 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 of the warden and he's eating grapes and this is really, really awesome prison. That's not at all what happened. In fact, we read in Psalms that he was tortured incredibly. He was tied down. He had chains around his neck. He was chained down. They, they, they used feathers um, and on, on, you know, feather torture. So there was torture that was involved. This was not a nice place. And yet in this crazy despairing place where most people with that heart would have gone sick, he kept on to the hope. So key four, hope produces appointments, right? That if you have hope, there's an appointment from God, and we see an appointment 
now um, that that Joseph had with these with this cupbearer and and the baker. Now Romans five verse five says hope. Now hope does not disappoint. All right. So for those of you that's Afrikaans, just hang on and hold on. I'm going to give you a bit of an English lesson. So this is a double negative, right? Um, it's saying not disappoint. So both are negatives. Therefore, hope appoints. Another way we can say that now hope appoints. There is an appointment that God has for you. Um, that that God wants to put an appointment in your life if there is hope. So hope produces an appointment. We're all going through some sort of tribulation. At any time of your life, there is a tribulation of some sort and um, some, some sort and kind. And tribulation produces that perseverance. And perseverance, if responding correctly, produces character. And character produces hope. Hope will pro, uh, produce a divine appointment for you to start walking into your destiny. Isn't that beautiful? Now, Genesis 40, verse 5 and 6 while they're in prison, uh, Potiphar, um, sorry, while they're in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and, and baker each had a dream one night, and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw them the next morning, he noticed that they were both looked upset. Why do you look so worried today? He asked them. See, here we see that divine appointment that God had for, for, for Joseph. Even though he, he's in a hopeless situation, he's in a hopeless time, he's thinking, I've been in prison, I've, I've done nothing wrong, how am I going to get out of here? There's no ways that I'm going to be able to fulfill my destiny. There's just no hope if you look at it from a logical perspective. But because he had hope, because he knew his God was a divine God, he was able to see the appointment, all right? So there was a divine appointment. And this, this appointment was set up by God. So if we look at the word disappointment, disappointment means to miss the appointment. So often our lives, if we're going through disappointment, is because we've missed the appointment. See, this appointment leads Joseph penultimately to his destiny, all right? And as I said, unfortunately, he had to wait two more years. But this was the, the step just before he started walking in his destiny. See, that's the formula for your des destiny. It's hard and it's difficult, but it's really, really great. We need the character of God. So if you were overlooked during this time, and um, for instance, my wife, um, she went up for a promotion and um, just before lockdown happened, and um, she got the promotion, and they said yes, and, and she was put through for it. But because lockdown just happened, they said, right, no promotion throughout the whole company. No one was to be promoted. So obviously, we're going, man, you know, it would have been more finance. would have been more uh, money in the pocket. It would have been uh, really nice. She's doing the work already. And um, this whole time of lockdown, she's still doing the work of the place of being promoted, but she doesn't have the position. Um, and you kind of go, Lord, why? Why must we go through this? This isn't right. But, in, but in ultimately, this is character testing. And there's no different way that we can go through this. And I'm seeing how beautifully my wife's character is growing. And in my own life, in the times that I've had um, gone through, through, through hard times and times that's really just like, Lord, come through for me. If I look back, 
I see the character that has grown in my life because of going through these tests, these trials, and these tribulations. All right. Then in closing, I just want to mention something um, that um, the Old Testament is a foreshadow of Christ. In other words, it's a type of Christ. Now, there's many different characters uh, in the Bible, Abraham, Moses, um, the prophets. Many of them are a foreshadow of Christ. And if we look at Christ, listen to this. We see Joseph, right, had, um, was, uh, was, was numbered with the prisoners, though he did nothing wrong. Jesus was numbered with the prisoners, though he did nothing wrong. All right, isn't that beautiful? Joseph mentions two prisoners. Christ, we know, was crucified with two thieves. Um, Joseph uh, was, was condemned, right? And, and so, um, so um, yeah, so I can't even remember what, what, what my point was there. Um, but uh, let me get back to that one. So we see, oh, yeah. So one, that's correct, sorry. So one of these prisoners was condemned with, 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 with Joseph. One was set free. With Christ, one was condemned in his heart, and the other one was set free by his heart. Listen carefully to this, though. Joseph the butler, right? With Joseph the butler. Joseph says, remember me, but he did not. The thief said to Jesus, remember me, and he did. Right? So even if people forget and don't keep their word to you, Jesus will never forget, and he will keep his word to you. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful that Christ will never leave us nor forsake us? Even though it feels like it's going hard, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So your trial is producing the character in you for you to be able to fulfill your destiny. So, here's my question. If COVID-19 is a trial, how's your character? Are you moaning? Um, are you breaking the law? Are you upset? Have you, have you lost the plot? How has your character been through this lockdown time? Right? And it's Tony Suzette. I think what it says, amen or ouch. And um, thank you very much for, for, for allowing me to come and bring this word to you. Today, and um, as we come out of lock, lockdown, I pray that God will really come and settle and come and deliver and come and bring us breakthroughs in our lives that we need. And that we can see, right, I've, I've grown in this area. I still need to grow my character in this area, maybe. And um, if you're more interested in, in, in hearing the, the full series, uh, I, it's on uh, at Shofar Durbanville. You can look us up on, on our YouTube page. And... Um, to hear all 10 the tests, and it's just an incredible journey that God's taken us through as a congregation as we're working through these tests and seeing how our character's growing and knowing that God has a dream for us and that he wants us to walk in the destiny. And even, as I said, if you've not had a word of prophesied of your life, if you've not received a, a dream or a word from God, I want you to know that there is a word. God, before the time, he has a plan for you. He thought of you. You were, you were created um, in your mother's womb. He stitched you together with a plan and a purpose and a destiny for you to walk in. Isn't that such a joy to think about? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that you are busy inside of us working in our character. 
We thank you, Father God, that all of us are called. All of us, Lord, has a plan and a destiny, Father God. All of us is part of the story of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that we can be partakers with you. Thank you we can be co-heirs. Thank you we can give our lives to you. Thank you that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. And so, Lord, we come and pray that you will truly come and help us build more character. Do not let the persecution stop. Do not let the trials stop before their time, Lord, so that our character can come to that place that we can be sustained in the destiny that you've called for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Joburg. May the grace you receive produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good. For more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.shofar.joburg.com.